4: That number to call, area code 866-423-9578. Area code 866-423-9578. To be on the air, Bible Talk with Pastor Emery Moss. Welcome to the program. That's right, and I hope you have your Bibles because the name of the program is Bible Talk. And all of the areas that we deal with are dealing with the Bible, with the Word of God, with systematic theology. Uh, That's what we're all about, and if you're about that, then this is the right program for you. Uh, I have my subjects, and, of course, you have your subjects as well. Uh, And so, as long as we're talking about the Bible, theology, Christian living, hermeneutics, then we're doing fine, just gem dandy. I want to focus on spiritual warfare. Yes, spiritual warfare. Very important, something that some folks don't want to deal with until uh, October Halloween season, listen, we need to realize that uh, this is something we have to be aware of and dealing with all the time uh, because uh, spiritual warfare, our struggle against uh, the, the devil and against sin is something that happens every day of the week and it's very important for us to deal with it. And that's what we'll be looking at today. Okay, That number to call is area code 866-423-9578, area code 866-423-9578. To be on the air, Bible Talk with Pastor Emmy Moss. And I have a lot of uh, wonderful lessons on a number of subjects. Uh, And now that we have our Monday night Bible study going on, uh, and it's uh, every Monday, of course, from 7 until 8 o'clock, we're located at 205 North Main Street, 205 North Main Street, uh, 14 Mile in Maine, in Clawson, Michigan. For more information on how to get there, you can call area code 313-933-9270. That's area code 313-933-9270. We're located now in a United Methodist Church. Uh, We're uh, leasing that for a while, soon, though, to be in our own uh, building. But right now, that's where you'll find us uh, at 205 North Main Street. We encourage you to come. Monday night Bible study. We have Sunday services at 11 o'clock. Then Monday is our Monday night Bible study where the topic is, okay, we're dealing with defending the faith. That's what the Monday night Bible study is about. We look at all of the cults. Uh, We also look at other areas of the Bible as well, and we encourage you to come and be a part of our service. All right, number to call here, area code 866-423-9578. And the subject is spiritual warfare, okay? Uh, We are in spiritual warfare. We are at war presently. And if we realize this, it can make a difference in our lives. Do not expect everything to go your way because in battle, things happen. Some of us act like, you know, you know, hey, everything's going to go our way. Listen, we are soldiers here. We are those who are the soldiers of Jesus Christ. We have an enemy. And that enemy has a tragedy. One of the tragedies is to make us believe things about him that are not true. To have you run around beating the air and missing the target what we have in this whole area of spiritual warfare are a lot of things that the church needs to be up on and that the church is not our, informa- our information about the devil and about demons and about spiritual warfare comes from this this lack of knowledge that we have and then we don't realize that the war manual is the word of god and anything that does not square with this word with the word of god is going to get you and I in a bunch of trouble. Okay, we have a guide, we have a manual. Okay, we have instructions left to us by the Lord. We need to put them in practice. There's a note on the spiritual, on more on spiritual warfare. Okay, uh, and so we need to recognize that we need to be very, very knowledgeable of what the Bible has to say about this area. Uh, Something that's been neglected in churches, we do not neglect it. It's strictly biblical, and we won't be neglecting it here on this program. Uh, Questions like this come up that we need to deal with and to ask ourselves whether they're myths or whether they are few. In fact, what I want you to do, if you're listening to this program, then get uh, an egg pen, something to write with. Get a notebook, a piece of paper. Let's see how well you do on the spiritual warfare tests, If I were to ask you questions, what you put down on your paper, okay, uh, and see how close you get to the answers that we have from the Word of God about this, all right? Question number one, number of questions. Question number one is this. Are the devil and demons the kings of hell? Are the devil and demons the kings of hell, okay? Yes or no? What do you say about that? Number to call, area code 866-423-9578. We're going to go to Gary. How you doing, Gary? Gary,
5: you're on Uh, air. Yes. My question comes from Mark 16, 15 through 19.
4: Okay, Mark chapter 15. Okay, let's go there. 15, and you say which verses now?
5: Verse 14 through 19, this is when Jesus, um, after he resurrected and speaking to his 11 disciples.
4: Okay, so Mark chapter 15 and starting at verse 14. Can I read it? Sure.
5: And he said unto them, Go ye into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. He that believeth and is baptized shall be saved, but he that believeth not shall be damned. Uh-huh. These signs shall follow them that believe. In my name shall they cast out devils, they shall speak with new tongues. They shall take up servants, and if they drink any deadly thing, it shall not hurt them. They shall lay hands on the sick, and they shall recover. Okay, what I just read you from was Joseph Smith's translation of the Bible. It's also in the, um, the English tr- uh, translation, King James, and it's in the Latin. So these are very important words that, uh, that four different translations tell Jesus said. Uh-huh. So he did say those things, right? Oh, Absolutely. So all sure. the ministries are in the world that don't teach what he taught, how can they say that they're in the kingdom of God?
4: Well, I would say this. If anybody is contradicting what the Bible says, then the answer to that question is easy, right? They can't be in the kingdom of God if, in fact, they're teaching things contrary to what the, what the Word of God teaches.
5: Then the book of Acts was written by a book that traveled with Pastor Paul, and he wrote what the church taught in Acts, second chapter eight, tenth and nineteen. And Joseph Smith doesn't have those in his translation. His uh, his uh, his translation, um, Joseph Smith's new translation, it's not in the writings.
4: Well, you're talking so about in, you're talking about uh, 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 Joseph Smith.
5: Yeah, he he didn't write about the day of Pentecost. He didn't write about the, uh, no. those who were converted in Acts eight, uh, the Samaritans. He didn't write write about Peter when he went to Cornelius. And they didn't write about Acts 19 when Paul rebaptized 12 men in Jesus' name.
4: Uh-huh.
5: So that his ministry is false.
4: Well, well, you're exactly right. And what makes all ministries false is when they contradict the, uh, the orthodox doctrines of the Christian faith. Got to believe in what so, Jesus taught.
5: So there are people that say all you have to do is believe in the Lord and accept the Lord, and, and God will accept you. But Jesus said you had to repent and be baptized.
4: Well, that's right. You have to repent and be baptized. He gave those; those orders are are there. Now, the thing is, though, that there are circumstances where certain folks uh, couldn't get baptized in water. Let us say, right. and they still went to heaven. But if you can, definitely, we need to obey everything that the Bible says. No problem here.
5: So those are the exceptions. The, oh yeah, those people that didn't have the opportunity.
4: Mm-hmm. And I've never met my uh, myself, a Christian, or someone who wanted to be saved who didn't know. What they needed to do was get baptized.
5: Well, what I listen on the radio a lot to a lot of ministries that are saying that you don't have to do anything to be saved, just believe and accept the Lord. But Jesus said you have to do more than that.
4: Oh, what more did he say?
5: What I'm saying is the scriptures that, that were given in Mark that we just read mm-hmm. that Jesus said we had to believe and be baptized to be saved.
4: Uh huh. That's right,
5: and he that believe it not should be damned. So it's very important what he said that uh, the true believers would also lay hands on the sick and recover, and other things the gifts of, of the spirit, and then speak with new tongues. It, it tells what Jesus said.
4: So, so it's very so important. Does the Bible say, say that the Bible says that all have to speak in tongues?
5: Well, J- Jesus, we take what he said, and he said, "In my name shall the castles they shall speak with new tongues." So.
2: Well, He's so, saying that the,
5: the so true the believer Bible. will receive that experience. So I'm okay. telling people to read and study the Book of Acts and see how the early Church had that.
4: Well, is the Book of Acts the only place where you encounter
5: uh, the, the what it deals with the Book of Acts tells about the baptism and the Holy Ghost, and it tells how people received it. Mm-hmm. And I believe Apostle Paul taught that when he talked to the other churches in, in Asia, like Corinth and Thessalonica and Ephesus. Uh-huh. Because that Paul twelve men, they had to be rebaptized in Jesus' name, right, Pastor Moss? Uh huh. So if people are obedient and want to be a part of Christ, they want to do what Jesus said.
4: Well, that's exactly right. That's right. exactly right.
5: Well, thanks for letting me share it in my heart because uh, I, I looked at his three translation. I was shocked about Joseph Smith. Oh, Joseph Smith.
4: Yeah. Well, needless to say, you know, well, he had, he had, he
5: had the knowledge of truth, but he didn't live it. <laughs>
4: He he had the the knowledge of of truth Joseph Smith did.
5: When I'm saying he had what Jesus said because he you know, was studying the you, King James. You King. know
4: what you know what uh, cult he started though, right?
5: Oh yeah, I know. But anyways, have you ever seen the Book of Mormon?
4: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have seen it and read it. Okay. And Did it you is, ever
5: read where, where it said uh, it talks about speaking in tongues and baptizing Jesus' name?
4: They can speak in. I uh, talk about tongues all they want. They believe in the that Book of Mormon, they believe so, yeah. that man can become gods. That's what they believe. Well, they're wrong. Well, they are wrong, and so therefore they could speak in tongues all day. They'd have to be false tongues. What they teach well, is number one, if you're going to be
5: a true believer, you have to be obedient. You said if you love me, you'll keep my commandments. Right. So not only do you have to believe them, but you have to follow them.
4: That's right. And you cannot believe that you can become a god. That's the sin that was condemned in the book of Genesis. Right. That's why how Lucifer got kicked out of heaven. So in terms of uh, giving any orthodoxy to them, if they are teaching in any kind of tongues at all, it would be false tongues. Right. So right. I want it's I so say,
5: that people say the book of Acts and see what the Uli Church really taught. Because well, we that, do have to do things. We have to believe in the Lord, follow him, and obey him. Yeah. And I thank you for your program.
4: Okay. Well, I thank you for calling. And I will uh, uh, continue to comment on uh, what you said about tongues. I believe in tongues, but I don't believe, as you know, that everybody has to t- speak in tongues to be saved. But thank you for calling. Appreciate it. Number to call, area code 866-423-9578. Area code 866-423-9578 to be on the air. Bible Talk with Pastor Emery Moss. Any questions you have about the Word of God is welcome here, even though my discussion will be dealing with uh, the whole area of spiritual warfare and dealing with uh, 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 looking at what spiritual warfare is about and especially dealing with the devil and clearing up the uh, things Uh, uh, concerning that, which are just not biblical. That number to call, area code 866-423-9578, area code 866-423-9578, to be on the air Bible talk with Pastor Emery Moss uh, as we look uh, uh, into the Word of God and deal with uh, what spiritual warfare is all about and understand the wiles of the devil. That's right, to understand uh, that the devil, uh, just as God has a plan for your life, well, uh, the devil has one too. Okay, And what happens is we have to make sure in our lives that the devil's plan absolutely fails and only God's plan is the one that uh, remains uh, for us to follow. That number to call, area code 866-423-9578, area code 866-423-9578 to be on the air, uh, Bible Talk with Pastor Emery Moss. Uh, and uh, you can call in with any questions you have, just as, no matter what my subject is, you still can call. You can change what I'm talking about. We can talk about your interests and still go back to mine, I guarantee you. Uh, now, what we have to understand, though, when it comes down to the gift of tongues is this. Okay, We have a statement in uh, the Bible that is often overlooked. 1 Corinthians chapter 12, where it is clear. It is absolutely clear what it says. And whenever I hear someone say that all Christians must speak in tongues, okay, in order to be saved, I always remember 1 Corinthians chapter 12, where it says in verse uh, uh, 28 And God had set some in the church, first apostles, secondarily prophets, thirdly teachers. After that, miracles, then gifts of healing, helps, governments, diversities of tongues. Then it says at verse 29, are all apostles, are all prophets, are all teachers, are all workers of miracles. Then verse 30, have all the gifts of healing. So we can see then that definitely Christians need to pray for everyone. God will heal, even whether you have the gift of healing or not, if he desires. But there's some that he gifts with special gifts. Says once again, verse 29, uh, 1 Corinthians in chapter 12, verse 29, are all apostles, are all prophets, are all teachers, are all workers of miracles. Here we go, verse 30 have all the gifts of healing, do all speak with tongues? Okay, do all interpret? Okay, right here, by what it mentions, all don't speak in tongues. Have all the gifts of healing, do all speak with tongues, do all interpret? What the Bible says, verse 31, But covet earnestly the best gifts, and yet I show unto you a more excellent way. The gifts you have are the gifts that God gives you, and some don't speak in tongues, nor do you have to speak in tongues in order to be saved. Number to call? Area code 866-423-9578. Area code 866-423-9578. Now, normally when I hear some music playing, that means this time for a break will be right back.
1: If you owe the IRS back taxes, stay. Nobody knows this program better than they do. Optima is A-plus rated with the Better Business Bureau, and they get results, having resolved over a billion dollars of tax debt for their clients. Get a fresh start. Call today for your free consultation. Call 800-965-1433. 800-965-1433. 800-965-1433. Optima Tax Relief. Some restrictions apply. For complete details, please visit OptimaTaxRelief.com. Dr. Charles Stanley. A man can only
5: receive approval from god he'll only be able to experience real liberty in this life when he understands and when he experiences justification
1: join a study of galatians liberated by faith this week on in touch
5: the teaching ministry of dr charles stanley listen to in touch weekday afternoons at 12 30
2: this is luke hammett by now, you've all heard me talk about my pillow, and now Mike Lindell has just announced that our listeners will receive one of his books, What Are the Odds, from Crack Addict to CEO, absolutely free with any purchase using the promo code LUKE. It's a great time to buy his warm and wonderful MySlippers. They are designed to wear indoor and outdoor all day long. They're made with MyPillow foam and impact gel to help prevent fatigue, and made with quality leather suede. For a limited time only, Mike Lindell is offering 50 percent off on all my slippers. Go to mypillow.com and click on the radio listeners square and use the promo code Luke. You will also get deep discounts on all my pillow products, including some overstock products such as individual towels, blankets, comforters, and so much more. Call 800-861-6525 and use the promo code Luke. That's 800-861-6525 and use the promo code Luke at checkout. For the best night's sleep in the whole wide
1: world, visit pillow.com Bible Talk with Pastor Emery Moss is back with more next.
6: Listen up. This is Radio Pastor Ernie Sanders, the bold voice of the Christian resistance. For over 40 years, we have stood against the dark forces of the Antichrist, one world government, the harlot Babylon the Great. We have fought to save thousands of precious babies from the cruel death of abortion. We have exposed the anti-Christian corruption in government. Will you stand with us for one nation under God?
0: Heard Monday through Friday, 10 to midnight Eastern, 9 to 11 Central, 8 to 10 Mountain, and 7 to 9 Pacific.
4: That number to call, area code 866-423-9578, area code 866-423-9578. To be on the air, Bible Talk with Pastor Emory Moss dealing with the subject of spiritual warfare, looking at what the devil can and cannot do, what the devil can and cannot do. Here are some questions that people ask. What do you think about them? Number one, are the devil and demons the kings of hell? Are the devil and demons the kings of hell? What is the answer to that? Yes or no? What do you think? Write it down. Yes or no? Okay. Okay. Now, I'm going to tell you what the answer is. I'm not going to leave this program with you, guessing. You better believe that. Um, the bottom line is, well, maybe I shouldn't answer that easy, though. Okay. Um, will the devil torment you in hell? Let's look at the scripture, Matthew 25, 41. See what the Bible says. Okay? Because some actually believe that the devil will be tormenting you in hell. Man, perish the thought. Okay, Matthew chapter 25 and verse 41 uh, says this. Okay. Then shall he say also unto them on the left hand, Depart from me, you cursed, into everlasting fire, prepared for the devil and his angels. Okay. So let's uh, kind of hard here. Uh, everlasting fire was prepared for the devil and his angels mm. um, I don't think that it means for them to use it to uh, punish anybody. Uh, no doubt it's talking about the punishment that comes to them right to them itself okay so the answer to that question, okay uh, really uh, has to be absolutely no because in Matthew chapter twenty five verse forty one, Then shall he say also unto them on the left hand, depart from me, you cursed, into everlasting fire. And notice, the fire was not prepared for you, but prepared for the devil and his angels. That's who it's prepared for. Uh, We go there because we choose to follow what they do. But in terms of it, they, from what we see here, they are punished in hell themselves. Verse 46 and these shall go away into everlasting punishment, but the righteous into life eternal. So there is n- nothing that we can get out of the Bible to demonstrate that, in fact, the devil and demons are, have any kind of kingdom in hell. Matthew chapter 8, all right, and verse uh, uh, 28, Matthew 8 and 28 is pretty clear, where it says, and when he was come to the other side, into the country of the Gergesenes, they met him to possessed with devils, uh, coming out of the tomb, and devils and demons, the same thing, exceedingly fierce, so that no man might pass by that way. And it says at verse 29, now watch this, and behold, they cried out, saying, what have you to do with thee, Jesus, thou son of God? What what they say, here's what the demons say. And behold, they cried out, saying, What have we to do with thee, Jesus, thou Son of God? Art thou come hither to torment us before the time? Okay. They weren't talking about tormenting anybody. They were saying, Jesus, are you going to torment it, torment us <laughs> before we get cast into hell? They are the ones who are going to be uh, tormented. Uh, they won't be tor- tormenting you. They will be tormented themselves by hell in other words they go there because of their sins and anybody who rejects in Jesus Christ uh, goes there because of their sins uh, but it's not the devil that's going to be uh, dishing out the punishment it is going to be hell that dishes out the punishment to all unbelievers so to answer to that question okay uh, are they the, are the de- demons the kings of hell and all that kind of stuff no and I get so tired of these churches where they do plays and they have a throne and they have the devil sitting on the throne like he's some kind of king. He's not. Okay? He, it is going to be his prison. Absolutely so. And that's exactly what the Bible uh, teaches. Uh, and so we have to recognize that and take uh, these false doctrines away and uh, uh, stop people from believing things about uh, demons that absolutely are not true at all. Revelation chapter 20. And verse 10 also uh, gives us some good insight on this. And what it says, 20, 10, find it for you guys quickly here. I don't have a push-button Bible (laughs) here. Revelation 20 and 10, And the devil that deceived them was cast into the lake of fire. So the whole notion, okay, that Satan is somehow ruling in hell, right, and tormenting people. Friends, that's from Bugs Bunny cartoons. And also from uh, Word Faith literature, Kenneth Copeland and these guys, who actually teach, actually teach that in that Jesus was taken into hell, tortured by Satan and demons, and became born again, okay? The first one, born again, Uh Wow, nothing in the Bible says that at all. Nothing, definitely, okay? Uh, uh, the one who's in control of hell and heaven is God, okay? And Jesus was not tormented in heaven. I'm sorry, he was not tormented in hell by the devil and his demons. Absolutely not. There's nothing in the Bible that teaches that. What it does tell us in Revelation chapter 20, verse 10 is clear. And the devil that deceived them was cast into the lake of fire and brimstone, where the beast and the false prophet are, and they and they they shall be tormented day and night forever and ever okay yeah so the the king of hell and the king of heaven is God number to call area code eight six six four two three nine five seven eight area code eight six six four two three nine five seven eight 423 9578 to be on the air, Bible Talk with Pastor Emery Moss. And so if you're at a church where they're teaching you that Jesus had to go to hell and be tortured by Satan and demons and become the first man that was born again, or something like that, friends, they are teaching you something that is absolutely uh, not something that is taught in the Word of God. Number to call, area code 866-423-9578, area code 866-423-9578, to be on the air, Bible Talk with Pastor Emery Moss. Any question you have on your mind is welcome here. Just give us a call. It can be on my subject or off of it. As long as we're talking about the Bible, we're doing what Bible Talk is supposed to do. Here's my next question. Can born-again Christians be demon-possessed? What do you think? Can born again Christians be demon-possessed? Is the answer to that question yes or no? Okay? Can they be demon-possessed? Okay? Go in once. Go in twice. Okay. <laughs> if you want to call a call in a hurry, because I'm going to answer this one, very important to answer. Okay? Well, the answer is, the answer is absolutely no. Christians cannot be, born-again Christians cannot be demon-possessed you can be harassed, you can be bothered, you can be tempted, okay? Uh, And no telling, they even even can try to make you disordered in your mind. But one thing for sure, okay, they cannot possess you. A born-again Christian cannot be possessed, okay? The devil can stir up a lot of trouble on the outside, right? Yes, there's things he can do, but he cannot possess you. Why? Because what the Bible says, in 1 Corinthians chapter 6 and verse 19. And it's very, very clear. It says this. That your body is the temple of the Holy Ghost. Which is in you. And you are not your own. For you were bought with a price. Therefore glorify God in your body. And in your spirit which are God's. So how can you be possessed by the devil. When you are already possessed by Jesus Christ. God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit. Okay? How can you be possessed? Okay? How are you going to be possessed when you're possessed already? He paid for you with His blood. Why would God own you and leave a part of you that the devil, so the devil can get it? Okay. How did He do that? Uh, and He sealed you. Okay. Uh, and you have a contract with Him through His blood. No. Nope. Born-again Christians cannot be demon-possessed. It is unbiblical. The Bible doesn't say it uh, at all. Uh, We need to realize that because of Jesus Christ, we have victory over uh, the devil, over the powers of darkness. Uh, And another verse comes to mind that always uh, gives me comfort just to read it, where it says in 1 John, 1 John chapter 4 and verse 4, You are of God, little children. And have overcome them because greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. I rest my case. Number to call, area code 866 423 9578. Area code 866 423 9578 to be on the air, Bible talk with Pastor Emery Moss, looking at spiritual warfare, what the devil can and cannot do. Okay? And sometimes, if we're not careful, We give the devil too much power, power that he does not have, okay, leads to some false teaching that can be very uh, damaging to you in spiritual warfare and in your walk for Christ, unless you know what the Bible really teaches about these subjects. All right, here's the next one, and it's a big one. Does generational or do generational curses really exist? Do generational curses actually exist? Wow, okay. What about that one? First, we have to define it. What is a generational curse, and do they actually exist? This is something very important to deal with in uh, spiritual warfare, okay? And the answer to this question is absolutely, can't say, (laughs) don't want to give it away that quick, right? But there definitely is, and what do you think about it, okay? What do you think about, what is a generational curse, and uh, can it happen today? Okay. Anybody out there want to respond? Do you know? Is there such a thing as a generational curse? If there is, okay, give us a call. Area code 866-423-9578. Area code 866-423-9578. To be on the air, Bible Talk with Pastor Emery Moss. Yeah. Uh, this is something that is taught. It's being taught in some churches uh, every Sunday. Generational curses. There are deliverance services where they are delivering you from what they say are generational curses. Are generational curses biblical? What is a generational curse? The subject spiritual warfare. Uh, what do you think about it? Give us a call. Area code 866-423-9578. Area code 866-423-9578. To be on the air, Bible Talk with Pastor Emery Moss. Okay. This is our next uh, question that we're looking at. Uh, please give us a call. Uh, if you believe that generational curses exist, if you think they don't, okay, then I'd like to hear from you. That number once again, area code 866-423-9578, area code 866-423-9578. To be on the air, Bible Talk with Pastor Emmy Moss. And by the way, if you do enjoy this program and you want to continue uh, hearing it here on WLQV, you can send those donations, we'd appreciate it very much, to P.O. Box 05877, P.O. Box 05877, uh, Detroit, Michigan, 48205 would be that zip code. And make out those checks to Bible Boot Camp Ministries. Anything you give keeps this program going, and we appreciate hearing from you. All right. Generational curses. Do they exist? Okay. Uh Maybe someone has a special testimony concerning generational curses, right? Do they exist? Okay. Uh, going once, going twice, okay? Pretty, if, if it doesn't come, I'm just going to have to answer it myself, okay? <laughs> but want to give you geniuses out there in the uh, listening audience a chance to deal with this. Do generational curses exist? And if you believe that they do, then tell me about them, okay? Once again, number to call, area code 866-423-9578, area code 866-423-9578, to be on the air, Bible Talk with Pastor Emory Moss. All right, yeah, all right, I was wondering if we could uh, 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 take a break and give them a little while to think about it, My, uh, the, the radio guy says yes, our technician says yes, going to take a break, call me, we'll be right back.
1: 10 men from all the nations will take hold of the garment of a Jew and say, we want to go with you for we know that God is with you. Join Messianic Jewish evangelist Rabbi Kurt Schneider as he shares authentic teaching from the Old and New Testaments, unfolding revelation today for your brighter tomorrow on Discovering the Jewish Jesus.
2: Right here on Faith Talk Detroit, weekday mornings at 1130.
5: FM 92.7, AM 1500, the mobile app or on the web. We're all the same great Faith Talk Detroit.
1: This is Life Issues with Brad Mattis, president of Life Issues Institute.
4: Before abortion was legalized, pro-abortion activists claimed tens of thousands of women died from illegal back alley abortions. One of those people, Dr. Bernard Nathanson, later admitted those numbers were totally false. According to the U.S. Vital Statistics, only 39 women died from illegal abortions the year before Roe v. Wade. Today, the extreme pro-abortion organization called Occupy Democrats claims the same outrageous numbers. They also claim Roe was the end of women dying from abortions. This is another lie. Hundreds of women have died from legal abortions since Roe, and those are only the reported ones. Most go unreported. Abortion advocates will say and do anything to keep the lucrative abortion industry humming along while women and their babies suffer.
1: Like us on Facebook at Life Issues and stay informed, more informed than you've ever been. Bible Talk with Pastor Emery Moss is back with more next
0: stress it never seems to end when you owe money to the irs what about the years of unfiled tax returns have you tried another tax service and gotten nowhere then you need tax alliance why years of being a plus rated with a better business bureau with no consumer complaints sets them apart call 800-987-1054 that's 800-987-1054 Don't wait until the IRS attacks your wages, bank account, your home or pension, and even your Social Security check. Tax Alliance specializes in IRS tax relief programs, including the Fresh Start Initiative, which can finally free yourself from IRS debt. Their tax professionals can file returns, fight the IRS to substantially lower your IRS debt, or possibly even have it forgiven. If you owe the IRS $10,000 or more in back taxes, have unfiled tax returns, or have a payment plan and are still frustrated, call 800-987-1054. That's 800-987-1054. Tax Alliance, your tax resolution solution.
2: You're listening to FM 92.7 and AM 1500 WLQV, Faith Talk Detroit in Odyssey Station.
4: Don't you just love that music? My goodness gracious, our technician. He's got some gifts. Remember to call area code 866-423-9578. Area code 866-423-9578 to be on the air. Bible talk with Pastor Emmy Moss. What are generational curses? Are they for real? Do they really happen? A generational curse? What is it? You have these terms used in churches, in many churches. What do they actually mean? Right? Uh, well, first of all, Uh, We need to go to the Bible, have it open here as we talk about this subject, but the claim is that if your parents sin, okay, and then it passes down the bloodline to you, okay? Uh, Some churches approach it to where they teach with this, that uh, it travels down the bloodline so that what your parents did, you do, it just comes down uh, the generation And you have to go through a lot to uh, get it cast off of you or something of that nature, right? In other words, they believe that generational curses pass down the bloodline and uh, that uh, definitely it's something that comes from your uh, parents or forebears and uh, you have to be delivered from it, so to speak, all right? Generational curses are, is that the way it is? Okay, it just goes down the bloodline. I never forget a minister friend of mine who was on uh, had a television program. People called him. Okay, and one guy called him, and uh, uh, you know he said, "Pray for me. I have a generational curse that was placed on me by my you know my 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 father and grandfather. You know, it just comes down the line." And the pastor asked him what his problem was. He said, "Well, my generational curse is that um, uh, you know." I can't, I can't work. I, I can't work because it's just, you know, I'm cursed. And the pastor told him, uh, you know, he said, well, I'll pray for you. I will pray for you that this generational curse will be lifted from you. And I was listening to that. I said, I wish you'd call me. I'd have told him there's one way that you can beat that generational curse. Okay. One way, all you got to do, get a J-O-B, get a job. <laughs> That's what you need to do. Okay. Uh, nothing about a generational curse is causing you not to uh, get a job. Right number to call area code eight six six four two three nine five seven eight. We'll be looking at this, and maybe Lucinda has something she can contribute. How you doing, Lucinda? I am doing great. How you doing? Real good. Are you enjoying yourself in that Monday night Bible study we have every Monday? Yes,
3: I am. I really am.
4: I'm learning a lot. Yes. All right. We're encouraging other people to come and be a part of it, and we are glad to have you there. What have you got for me today?
3: Well, I will go to uh, Exodus, I'm sorry, Uh 34-7, keeping mercy for thousands, forgiving iniquity and transgression and sin, and that will by no means clear the guilty, visiting the iniquity of the fathers upon the children and upon the children's children until the third and to the fourth generation. That says to me uh, that it can continue through these generations, that would be an example of generational curses in my
4: mind. In okay, way. well, I would say to you that I agree with you uh, in terms of what it's saying. Notice, in, uh, in fact, we have Exodus chapter 20, which says something very similar. At verse 5, where it says, uh, in fact, we should read at verse um, 4. Thou shalt not make unto thee any graven image or any likeness of anything that is in heaven above or that is in the earth beneath or that is in the water under the earth. Thou shalt not bow down thyself to them nor serve them. For I, the Lord, thy God, am a jealous God, visiting the iniquity of the fathers upon the children unto the third and fourth generation of them that love me and showing mercy unto thousands of them that love me and keep my commandments. So what happens is... Definitely, there is a, a verse of Scripture there that seems to illustrate quite strongly and th- that, you know, that the parents' sins can be picked up by their children. Yeah. What happens in some of the teaching, though, the folks just go too far, Lucinda, with this. Mm-hmm. Okay? They act like it's something that goes down the bloodline automatically and mm-hmm. that you have to get it cast off. Of you, mm-hmm. okay, in mm-hmm. in some kind of sense. Now, when we go to Ezekiel chapter eight, uh, eighteen, it's very interesting what it says. It talks about the same thing, where it says in verse four, and this is in Ezekiel eighteen and fourteen. It says, "Now, lo, if he beget beget a son that sees all his father's sins which he hath done, okay. In other words, here's a son who sees the sins which his father has done, and considereth." And doeth not such like. In other words, just because the father sins, okay, mm-hmm. or the parent sin, does not mean automatically that the son mm-hmm. has to do it, okay? Yeah.
5: yeah.
4: yeah? So that's what it so, so in other words, that's the only difference. Generational curses, there are some who say it just passes down the bloodline. Right. No. Right. Persons have to uh, actually follow it, right? Right, in, right. In fact, it goes on to say uh, this in this chapter. It's a, a great chapter to look at in its entirety. But uh, here we pick it up. It says, what happens is, at verse 20, the soul that sinneth, it shall die. The son shall not bear the iniquity of the father. This is in Ezekiel 18 and 20. The son shall not bear the iniquity of the father. Neither shall the father bear the iniquity of the son. The righteousness of the righteous shall be upon him, and the wickedness of the wicked shall be upon him. But if the wicked will turn from all his sins, in other words, all the children have to do is not do what they saw the parents do. Yeah. He hath committed and keep all my statutes and do that which is lawful and right. He shall, sh- uh, he shall surely live and he shall not die. All mm-hmm. his transgressions that he hath committed, they shall not be mentioned unto him in his righteousness that he has done. He shall live. Okay? So in other words, uh, definitely kids can pick up from the wrong things that are done, but it is not inevitable. They can turn right. away from it. The kind of right. the, what I have trouble with is this automatic idea that, well, it's a generational curse that comes down the bloodline, and you got to go and get the demons cast off you and all this, and that's not it at all. All you've got to do is see what they do and refuse to do it. Right, right, right.
3: And also, Pastor, so would there be such a thing as a gener- generational blessing?
4: Right. If you follow, the, I would say so, if you do the right things that they uh, have you seen bef- uh, that they did before you, that turns out to be a blessing. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, that's, and that's why parents need to raise their uh, children. Right. But in fact, God was so angry with this idea of generational curses. Okay? Mm-hmm. I mean, mm-hmm. it really upset him. Notice here how it starts out in Ezekiel, chapter 18 we talking about this old subject the word of the lord came unto me again saying okay uh so god's talking to ezekiel about this telling him what mean you that you use this proverb concerning the land of israel saying the fathers had eaten sour grapes and the children's teeth are set on edge so so what they were saying is you know they're teaching this generational curse that well the the, the fathers OK, the father, mother, too, could be ate the sour grapes and it's impacting your children automatically. OK. Mm-hmm. And God says that's not the way it is. Verse uh, three, 18 and three, Ezekiel, 18 and three. As I live, saith the Lord God, you shall not have occasion anymore to use this proverb in Israel. Behold, all souls are mine as the soul of the father. So also the soul of the son is mine. The soul that sinneth it shall die. Okay. But if a man be just and do that which is lawful and right, and if not mm-hmm. eaten upon the mountains, neither hath lifted up his eyes to idols. Okay, In other words, he's saying, don't blame your mother and your father okay, and say that they're the ones who made you do it. You did mm-hmm. it because you chose to. Okay? Mm-hmm. So, so God really hates that, the idea of the automatic generational curses. Okay? Amen. In other
3: words, what you're saying is that the person down the line has to spin and actually commit it. And it's not an innate thing. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I, you know, I always thought that too, but this, this makes a lot of sense to me. Yeah,
4: okay. yeah, yeah. You actually have to choose it. You can turn away from the sin, so yeah, it's not yeah. a generational curse that just automatically passes yeah. down. But there's a yeah. lot of churches making big money telling people you got a generational curse. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Gonna take yeah. us a year to get it, get rid of it, and stuff. You know, no, that's not yeah. the case. Yeah. Okay. All right, then.
3: That's, that's one Let me ask you one question. Sure. Oh, uh, like with the with the Kennedys, you know, they have had a lot of. Disasters in their family. A lot of people have said that it's a generational curse on the Kennedy family. How do you see that? What would that, if anything, uh, say to you about they just have had so many deaths?
4: Yeah. Well, what happens is, uh, uh, though, that is uh, uh, shouldn't be compared to a generational curse. Right. There are disasters that happen in families. And mm-hmm. especially, uh, you know, in political families, people who have mm-hmm. uh, riches or for whatever reason, generational curses are here that are talked about in the Bible is mm-hmm. not talking about a situation like that. It's talking about the mm-hmm. sins of the parents mm-hmm. being right. hoisted onto their children. There are right, calamities right. that can happen in any family. You know, mm-hmm. many right. times what happens is, uh, you know, uh, parents die. their children experience the same thing. But that's not the same as the generational curses that they um, talk about in Ezekiel Mm 18. Right.
3: Amen. All right. Thank you. I just wanted to bring that up. Oh, thank you. I'm glad you
4: did. So you could clarify between the two. Thank you very much, Lucinda. Appreciate it. All right. Thank you. Thank you. All right. Number to call here, code 866-423-9578. All I can say is so much theology, so little time. We'll be right back.
1: Imagine if you could be 100% in sync, in touch, in tune with God all the time. On the next Focus on the Family, John Brooke reminds us that God is the source of life and our contentment and joy. He gives us a clear picture of what to do with our lives and how to trust Him with our strongest, deepest
5: desires. Next time on Focus on the Family. Listen to Focus on the Family weekday mornings at 930 on Faith Talk Detroit.
0: Optima Tax Relief. Some restrictions apply. For complete details, please visit OptimaTaxrelief.com.
2: This is Luke Hammett. By now you've all heard me talk about my pillow, and now Mike Lindell has just announced that our listeners will receive one of his books. What are the odds? From crack addict to CEO. Absolutely free with any purchase using the promo code Luke. It's a great time to buy his warm and wonderful My Slippers. They are designed to wear indoor and outdoor all day long. They're made with My Pillow foam and impact gel to help prevent fatigue, and made with quality leather suede. For a limited time only, Mike Lindell is offering 50% off on all my slippers. Go to MyPillow.com and click on the radio listener square and use the promo code Luke. You will also get deep discounts on all my pillow products, including some overstock products such as individual towels, blankets, comforters, and so much more. Call 800-861-6525 and use the promo code Luke. That's 800-861-6525 and use the promo code Luke at checkout. For the best night's sleep in the whole wide world, visit MyPillow.com.
1: Bible Talk with Pastor Emery Moss is back with more next. When God created us, He had a purpose for our lives. I'm Alan Jackson. I have the privilege of joining you each weekday to open our Bibles together. The Bible tells us that God has made us what we are. And in our union with Christ Jesus, He has created us for a life of good deeds, which He has already prepared for us to do. Join me and let's see what God has for us today.
2: Tune into Alan Jackson Ministries for a fresh look at Scripture. Weekdays at 1030 on FM 92.7 and AM 1500 or stream at faithtalkdetroit.com. If it's noon, it's Jay Secular Live, only on Faith Talk 1500
5: WLQV and faithtalk1500.com.
4: That number to call, area code 866-423-9578. Career code eight six six four two three nine five seven eight. All I can say is so much theology, so little time. But we do have Thomas on the line from Oak Park. What's on your mind, Tom?
6: Well, uh, how you doing, uh, Pastor? Great. I uh I, I enjoy your show. I I just wanted to, what I wanted to, to to talk about the generational curses. Okay. Is that you know when we say generational curses, I was just trying to get an understanding. Are really, what that meant because what I understand, you know, from what I understand, when God cursed Adam, he cursed all of us from generation to generation.
5: Mm-hmm. Uh,
6: and unless you receive Jesus Christ, you understand, you're up under that curse. Uh huh. That sin, that curse of sin. That's why, you know, the babies that are born, you know, they are. Uh, you know, automatically, when you tell the little baby, don't mess with that ashtray on the table, and then you turn your back, they're they right back over there. Yeah,
4: well, I hear you. Uh, but that, I hear what you're saying, and what you're saying has a lot of merit. And, That's not the same as the generational curses that we're looking at, though, in Exodus and here in Ezekiel. Because here, over in Ezekiel, in uh, Ezekiel chapter 18, verse 20, it says, The soul that sinneth, it shall die. The son shall not bear the iniquities of the father. Neither shall the father bear the iniquity of the son. The righteousness of the righteous shall be upon him, and the wickedness of the wicked shall be upon him. So this is different. What we're talking about in terms of what happened with Adam and Eve, that was not the same thing as the generational curses that that they were believing. They were saying that automatically that if the parents sinned, then the children are going to do the same thing. It passes down the bloodline, and that's not so. Definitely what Adam and Eve did impacted the whole, uh, all of humanity. And so Jesus Christ entered in and, of course, shed his blood for us. But that's different from yeah, what they're yeah. asserting in, uh, uh, in Ezekiel. Well, see,
6: that, that, that's, that's why I'm saying. Are we up under that curse, that, that generational curse of, of Adam? No, until, not, well, until, not we listen, a, until we... Receive Christ as our Savior. Well,
4: uh, aren't, aren't we under yes. that? Well, we're yeah, we're under the curse actually that God bought upon mankind. Yes, because of it. Yeah. Yes. but that's not the same as a yes. generational curse.
6: Oh, okay, okay. I, I, you know, I just I just wanted to clear. You know, because I, you know, I'm thinking, you know, that I, I understand where, you know, you know, you see, saying, you know, if the father sin, then His sin is not
4: going to affect, you know, what God hated, what God God didn't like was what they would say. Like here in Ezekiel 18, it says in verse two, uh, God was angry. In fact, what mean you that you use this proverb concerning the land of Israel saying the fathers had eaten sour grapes and the children's teeth are set on edge. God said it doesn't work that way because the father sin and the son's going to do the same thing. As I live, said yes. the Lord God, you shall not have occasion anymore to use this proverb. Behold, all the yes. souls are mine. The soul of the father, so also the soul of the son is mine. The soul that sins, yes. it shall die. Okay? You're not, yes. you, you can't say that you're dying because of what your father did. Okay? You're dying because of what you did. Okay? But Adam and Eve, that was yes. a different uh, situation altogether than the generational curses we're dealing with in Ezekiel. Yeah,
6: yeah. Okay. I, you know, it was, it was in other words, he was dealing with his with his prophets, those that were speaking for him, you know. And, 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 and saying
4: something false. Them. That, yeah, correcting them. It's not true yeah. that you sinned because your parents sinned. All right, got to get out of here. Thank you for calling, Thomas. Call us again, everyone. We're going to continue with this next time. Sponsored
1: by Bible Boot Camp Ministries. This is Chris McCourtney with Faith Talk Detroit. Each year, it's a privilege to honor local pastors with a lunch to show our appreciation. A wonderful day it was with prayer, praise, fellowship, and a keynote speech from Abdu Murray, president of Embrace the Truth International. Hear a podcast of his inspiring message on what God's word has to say about our current cultural moment at faithtalkdetroit.com. Sponsored by A.J. Desmond & Sons Funeral Directors, Bethany Christian Services, and Presbyterian Villages of Michigan.